And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here you hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred. Uh, today I'm finally playing Lifeboat for you, the story of two travelers stuck in an escape pod in outer space with no apparent chance of escape. What's worse than having to survive, however, uh, is having to deal with each other. It's a pretty fun story by the Icebox Radio Theater at International Falls, Minnesota. They pride themselves on bringing the Borderlands stories to the world, so I guess they're uh, kind of doing that today. Uh, this story is as close to science fiction as they get. Uh, generally, their stories are about people in ordinary lives whose uh, extraordinary events make them look at the world a little bit differently. But I had a lot of fun listening to this, and I hope you do too. Uh, enjoy Lifeboat. Somewhere floating near the planet Jupiter, there is a tiny space capsule. Test, 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 one. Two, three, come in, come in! Behind them in the distance, the wreckage of the ship that brought them here slides away toward the planet's surface and oblivion. Why don't they come in? Why doesn't someone answer? Leaving only two survivors, but here in this tiny box of life floating across the inky black, nothing is as it seems. For when men propose to travel the stars, first they must learn to dream. And our heroes in this story have dreams that might surprise you. The Icebox Radio Theater presents... Lifeboat. What's wrong? There must be something wrong on Earth, do you think? I don't know. That must be it. There has to be something wrong on Earth. What makes you think that? Well, doesn't it make sense? No. It's the only thing that makes sense. There must be something wrong on Earth. Well, I don't mean to cause trouble, Captain, but we just had our ship destroyed. Between us and Earth, I'd say we're the ones most likely to have a problem. You think the radio's broken? We don't know it's broken. We might just be too far away to send a good signal. But we don't know that. Maybe it needs to be fixed. You can do that, right? Mm, I don't think so, no. Your uniform says you're a tech. Well, I am, but I don't know anything about radios. Fix it. I told you I don't know anything about radios. Well, you're the technician on board, so you have to fix it. Why don't you fix it? I'm the captain. I don't know anything about radios. That's just what I... Look, I I don't think there's anything wrong with it. We're just a real long ways from Earth, and it's going to take a while for the signal to get there, which means it's going to take... Even longer for their signal to get back. You sure it's not broken? Well, how does it look? Well, it looks fine. Then I don't think it's broken. How can you be sure? I can't, but if I tried to fix it, I probably would break it. Look, my VCR still flashes 12. What's a VCR? (laughs) Right. You rich people have all switched to imaging cubes. I am not rich. You're the captain of the ship, aren't you? What's that supposed to mean? This is the Privateer Space Corps. Everyone knows you can buy yourself a commission if, if you want one. How'd you get rich? Real estate? Robotics? The electric car? I come from a prestigious seafaring family. When the opportunity came to explore space... Uh-huh. How much? Price was no object. The mission was about finding new worlds, seeking out new life forms. To boldly go where no man has gone before? That is insubordination, crewman. Look, everybody knows that the Privateer Exploration Act was passed so that anybody with the money could fly off and play Captain Kirk. Well then, why did you sign on? I needed a job. Sure you did. Everyone who signs on as a tech on a privateer vessel needs a job because they can't get a job on Earth for some reason. Look, why don't we just leave each other alone? There's plenty of room in the capsule for both of us. I'll stay over on this side and you you go on playing with the radio. Aren't you forgetting something? This capsule is technically part of the ship. I was the captain of the ship, therefore I am the captain of this capsule. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. You're still under my command and I order you to fix the radio. Fine. There, it's fixed. He didn't even try. I told you, I don't know anything about radios. I was just a systems analyst on Deck 13. I read computer screens all day. Do you have any training? Of course. 
I have a degree from technical school. What do you mean, technical school? I graduated from the Space Propulsion and Systems Analysis Program at OTT Tech. <laughs> hey, it's a fully accredited program. <laughs> you mean that school that advertises on Channel 75? <clears throat> Tired of flipping burgers? Come find yourself at OTT. <laughs> well, what about your training, Captain? Did you get your commission for writing checks above and beyond the call of duty? I'll have you know I completed the entire privateer officer's training program and finished first in my class. Oh, you mean space camp. Hmm. I have a buddy that works in that division. The entire program is made up of obsolete NASA manuals and the Star Trek encyclopedia. That's not true. <laughs> Was there really a simulation where you fought Andorians? Let's not talk about this anymore. You're no more qualified to be out here than I am. Aha! So you admit you're not qualified. Well, you're saying you are? Don't change the subject. You just said you weren't qualified. I'm saying none of us are. Speak for yourself. Do you feel you're qualified to be captain of a deep space E&E vessel? Well, but... Yes or no? I'm as qualified as you. But I'm not qualified. Haven't you been listening? I'm qualified to monitor coolant levels and reactor temperatures, and if something goes wrong, I'm qualified to tell the engineer, hey, something's wrong. But when it comes to actually doing anything, I'm lost. Face it, Captain, we were sent out here under-trained, under-qualified, without a single clue what to do if anything went seriously wrong. We knew enough to get into the escape capsule, didn't we? Well, you and I knew, but there were 30 other people on that ship that didn't. That's not my fault. You were the captain! So? So it's supposed to be your job to know what's going on all over that ship! Stop yelling at me! What? Stop yelling at me! You're supposed to be the captain. You're supposed to be in total charge of the ship. You were... Uh, I'm sorry. I, I know we're both in this together and stuff. Just, you you do understand, right, that I don't know how to fix the radio, right? You said it wasn't broken. Right. Look, we'll just float towards Earth, more or less, and hey, I bet once we get in range, a signal will come through. You don't think I can lead, do you? What? You don't think I can lead. It's not that. It's all right. I understand. No, it's not that. It's just... Look, I know it's been a bad day, what with the ship blowing up and all. I can lead. You might not think so, but I can be captain of this ship. For example, what have you been thinking about since we got into this capsule? Oh, how I'm going to get home, I guess. You know what I've been thinking about? The capsule's trajectory, our distance from Earth, and most importantly, food and water. Did you think of food and water? No. Well, so how much food and water do we have? It's not important. What we need to do now is... Not important? No, we have plenty. What we need to do now is... Well, how, mu how much is plenty, exactly? Plenty for the trip. The capsule was provisioned for... Seven. Seven. Six. It's barely got room for maybe t two more people? Well, obviously it wasn't designed to be comfortable. It's an escape pod. Escaping isn't supposed to be comfortable. It's supposed to be escaping. How much food and water do we have? We will be rescued. How much? Enough for two days. But I have a two plan. Two days? They put escape pods in the ship with only enough food and water for two days? Actually, there had been more, but well, the ship's cook had been raiding them for weeks. You know those really good garlic mashed potatoes everyone liked? We're dead. No, we're going to be rescued. It took us ten weeks to get this far. The, the fastest ship NASA has could get here in a month? Don't be so negative. Keep your chin up, crewman. What does my attitude have to do with the fact that we'll run out of food four weeks before any rescue ship could possibly arrive? If they got our distress call at all. I thought you said the radio worked. That's not the point. The point is we are stuck out here and we'll starve to death before we're rescued. We're not going to starve to death in four weeks. Yeah, we can starve to death in two. We'll ration. You'll ration? Huh. You ate a steak every night, even when the rest of us had to eat rice protein number four. Those were my steaks. I brought them with me from my dad's ranch. Well, we don't have them here in the capsule, do we? So we're going to run out of food. Then... Then... We have no choice. We have to find some. Come again? 
food. We have to find food. How? This device right here. It'll help us find food. What is it? It's a top-secret life scanner. No one's supposed to know about it. It looks like a big fish finder. There, there, in that direction. Life itself, crewman. I've discovered life itself. Now let's go eat it. Well? Nothing. How about now? Still nothing. Give it time. Do I even need to mention to you just how ridiculous it is for us to be looking for a food source in outer space? Shh, I think I heard something. Really? Nah, it was nothing. What exactly is that thing supposed to do, anyway? It uses radiation sensors to pick up heat sources of objects floating by. Uh, heat sources? Yes. There's all kinds of radiation in space. How could you possibly pick out life from all the other stuff? Well, you have to look in the right place. Some place that could support life. Oh, uh uh-huh. And you know where that is? I have an idea. Where? Ganymede. What? Ganymede. It's a moon of Jupiter, the big planet we tried to orbit, remember? Scientists have theorized that Ganymede might support something like life. So we're going to, what, go hunting on Ganymede? Ganymede. And don't get your hopes up. We'll be lucky to find some green slime to lick off of rocks. Ew. It'll keep us alive. I think I'd rather have rice protein number four. Wait a minute, you're saying green slime gives off enough heat to be read by that meter? Of course. Most slimes give off 1.5 mini BTUs of heat. And this meter is set to find objects way cooler than that. Mini BTUs? Uh, yeah. You're just making this up, aren't you? We only have food for two days. We have to do something. There is no way that thing is going to pick up an edible life form. It's a fish finder! Quiet! I have to concentrate. This is ridiculous. We might as well eat the rest of the food and die now. It's... Pointless. You can't give up hope, crewman. Never give up. Never surrender. Oh, it's all hopeless. Ha! There! Those rocks over there, there's something out there. Food? Maybe. Maybe food. Maybe a primitive society that will worship us like gods. Yeah, but they'll have food, right? There. What? There, that steady tone. It's locked onto something in that, that mess of rocks over there. You mean the asteroids? Uh, yeah, the asteroids. And those only look to be a couple of hours away. There's really food over there. Why do you have such a hard time believing me? But they've been looking for life in outer space for decades. We suddenly need a snack? Can we find it without a problem? You can't accept the fact that I got us out of trouble, can you? Oh, what difference does it make? You can't command without the support of your men. Well, in that case, you better resign, Captain, because my support is one thing I can monitor very accurately. Oh, and you think you can do better? I never said that. But you're thinking it. But I'm thinking it. I should place you under arrest. We don't have a brig in the privateer corps, remember? The worst you can do is fire me and give me a one-way ticket back to Earth, which, incidentally, I'd take right about now. Look, if we're going to get out of this mess, you have to respect my command. (laughs) If you are going to get out of this, I have to respect your command. I think I'd do okay on my own. You think so? Yeah, I think so. This is insubordination. (laughs) So fire me. Fine, you're so smart, I hereby relieve myself. Huh? And put you in command. Oh, good, I thought you meant something else. Let's see how good you do do, OTT Tech. You're serious? I'm serious. You're giving me command now? For keeps. You've done nothing but criticize, so this is your big chance. Show me everything I've been doing wrong. Can you do this? I just did. It doesn't seem like you should be able to do this. Then why don't you put in a complaint to Privateer Central? So I'm just in command? You're in command. Uh, uh, okay, okay. 
Orders, Captain? Okay. Um, uh, man the fish finder. Life scanner. Life scanner. Man the life scanner and search out life. That's it? Uh, yes. Do that, um, do that thing you were doing. <laughs> well, well, well. Look, this is all very sudden. I'm kind of off my game here. Uh-huh. I mean, one minute I was just... Finding fault with everything I did, and the next minute when you were in charge, you couldn't do any better? You're all mouth, Dennis. I can only imagine what you would do if you were in charge during a real crisis. What was that? Something went by us really fast. Oh, no. What is it? Shockwave, we're going to be thrown off course. What can I do? Hold on to something and hope we don't get pushed into one of those rock thingies. Proximity alarm. We're going to hit something. What do we do? Don't panic. Okay. Let me think. Think? What's coming right at us? You're supposed to be in command. You can't be serious. If you would just shut up, I could think. There's no time. Quick, quick. What are you doing? Just a second, just a second. I, uh, pushed off the, the asteroid using the, uh, the space ore. The what? Well, you know, this, this thing. You can't use that like an ore. I just did. And I saved your bacon. Well, don't use that whatever it is for that purpose again. It could break. Mm, looks pretty sturdy to me. Looks like an ore. Well, it isn't. Just do what I tell you and don't use that thing again. That's insubordination, you know. What? You put me in command of the capsule. You're being insubordinate. Oh, right, yeah. I hereby take command back. Oh, no, you don't. You put me in charge, and I just proved myself. Proved yourself? How? By saving the capsule from complete destruction, which is more than you ever did. What was that? You had your chance to command. The ship you commanded blew up. That wasn't my fault. When you're in command of a ship, everything is your fault. Oh, you're the expert now. Doing better than you ever did. That's not true. Command is a million little things, not just pushing off an asteroid with a space ore. Some can command in a crisis, some can't. You can't. But... Right? Am I right? Now, see if you can get those maneuvering thrusters pointing us back toward that asteroid with the slime on it. I don't want to do this anymore. What? I don't want to do this anymore. Mm, What do you mean? I just want to go over here and lay down. You sound like you're giving up. What do you care? Yeah, but you're, you're rock with the slime. It's, it's only a few hours away. There's probably nothing to eat on it anyway. I'm going over here. Wake me if you need me. It wasn't your fault. Pardon? The explosion in engineering that destroyed the ship. Uh, it wasn't your fault. The engine mix had been running in the red for weeks. I know for a fact that Cook, the head engineer... He, uh, he wasn't going to tell you. He was on the team that helped design these ships. He never wanted to admit they weren't perfect. I bet you didn't know that. No. No, I didn't, but... Well, it doesn't matter now. Wake me when we get to the rock. Captain. Captain Rogers, sir? Uh, what is it? We're coming up on that asteroid, sir. Don't call me sir. I call you sir now. Can you tell whether or not that life form is down there, sir? Captain? Rogers! Well, that's more like it. Yes, sir. You were ignoring me. You were treating me like a captain. I'm not a cra- captain. I'm, I'm, I'm just crew. Well, then I'm ordering you to snap out of it. We're coming up on the asteroid with the slime, so man the fish finder. Do you have any idea how strange that sentence sounds? Ugh, I'm ordering you to man the fish finder. Life scanner? Whatever, just man it. I got a taste for slime, so find me some. Fine, fine. Is it that asteroid ahead, is it? 
Yes, sir. Right ahead. Sir. Oh, don't be like that. Be like what, sir? You put me in charge. I'm doing my best. Your best? <laughs> don't make me laugh. Just find the slime. There. Right ahead. Which rock? The, the big one? No, the little one just to the right of it. The one with the green stuff all over it? Yeah, that's it. Is that all slime? I don't know. I think so. Can, can we orbit the rock? The rock's already orbiting Jupiter. We have to get in an orbit right next to it. Uh, how do I do that? Uh, here, step aside. <clears throat> okay. Now, hit the jets a couple of times. Uh, these? Yeah, they're set. Be careful. But take it easy. E easy. Gentle touch now. Let it up. There. Is that it? Yep. We're right alongside. Great. Uh, now what? Well, what do you think we should do, Captain? Um, go get the slime? Okay. How? I don't know. This was your idea. But you're in charge, remember? I made you captain. Would you forget that already? There, there is no need for anyone to be captain. But you took command quick enough. I'm sorry. Here, I, I, I give you command back. You can't do that. Look, do you have a way to get the slime or not? Do you? We don't have a way to get the slime, do we? You don't have a way to get the slime. And you do? Oh, you're the worst captain ever. I'm not captain. You are. And that's the worst decision you ever made. Well, what kind of captain gives up his command? I was trying to make a point. What point? That you're an idiot? That you weren't fit to command and you should respect my authority. Except that I saved the ship once you put me in command. So what? So that means I should be in command. I thought you kept saying we shouldn't have a commander. No, we shouldn't. Fine, then you be the commander. What? That doesn't make sense. I know, you're crazy. You're crazy. I'm going to kill you. You're going to try. Oh, oh, guys. oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> Let go! Let go! Stop it! Stop it! Oh! You okay? Yeah. You? Uh, I think you hurt my hand with your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna die, aren't we? I mean. There's no way we're going to get down and get that slime. No. No, there isn't. Yeah, I'm just gonna lay here for a while. Okay. You want command? Ah, uh, you keep it. Or, uh... Okay, 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 fine. No one's in command. I hereby declare this ship a democracy. Mm, got my vote. Dennis? Yeah. Is that your first name or your last name? You mean Dennis? Yeah. First. What's your last name? Vischer. Uh, why do you ask? Oh, because I don't know how much longer we have, and, well, I wanted to know the whole name of the man I die with. Oh. Captain Rogers? Hmm? What's your first name? I suppose it doesn't make a difference now. <clears throat> it's Morton. <laughs> Morton. Do they call you Morty? They call my father Morty. What'd they call you? To be honest, I always wanted to be called Buck. Buck Rogers? No one ever really did call me that, you understand. Oh, I imagine no one did. That's what I wanted to be called. That's... that's what I wanted to be. We shouldn't be out here. What do you mean? 
privateer corps, this ship, this capsule, everything. And we shouldn't have come out here. Yeah, but the adventure. The adventure? I don't know if it was worth our lives, was it? Well, you you got to have adventure. you got to go out and explore things. If you don't, you... Die? That's the thing, isn't it? You come out here, and you die. You stay at home in bed, and you die. Eventually, anyway. So what's the point to it? Why do we do this? Because... I don't know. Uh, I'm not that bright. I'm not that good at talking. I mean, I went to OTT. But maybe it's being trapped out here, or maybe it's just the, the changes being in this situation have caused, but I'm, I'm glad I came on this voyage. For everything that's happened, for all the loss of life, I'm glad I came. Dennis? Yeah, Morty? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, you try and do better. We're dying out here, in outer space. There's no one to hear our lives bleed away. Now, you see? That's a lot better than what you said before. Our lives bleed away. I like that. <laughs> You're morbid. With a name like Morty, what do you expect? Well, you can't do this. I'm pouring my heart out here. You're, you're probably the last person I'll ever talk to, and I'm trying to make it meaningful. I'm sorry. You should be. I mean, I'm sorry you're so pathetic. Hey! Well, it's true. You don't need to be so melodramatic. I mean, why do you worry about making a good show of dying? It's not a show. I just want this to be real. Oh, it's real, all right. It's as real as it can be. Then give me my moment. Your moment? Listen to the guy. If you give me my moment, I'll... I'll, uh... I'll give you command back. I don't want it. Come on. No, I don't. Let's get real. I don't. Okay, I do. <laughs> I thought so. You were born to command, Buck. You think so? Yes, I do. You're not just saying that because uh, you want your moment. Okay, maybe a little bit for the moment, but it's mostly because I, uh... I don't want it to end like this. Like what? I never trained to be a captain. I trained to be a tech. Maybe your training wasn't exactly NASA quality, but you at least had some training. It would feel fake if I stayed in command. You mean that? Yes. There. I've had my moment. We can uh, we can end it now. Wait. What is it? You got your moment. Now I want mine. Fair enough. <clears throat> we gave it our best. That's it. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. We did our best. We came out here all the way to Jupiter. We tried to accomplish our mission. The fates were against us. Next time we should do it differently. But for now, we did the best we could. Mm, the best we could. Yes. It was a pleasure to serve with you, Captain. The same with you, crewman. In fact, I hereby promote you to lieutenant. Really? Yeah, you've earned it. You commanded the whole ship for a while, Dennis. Then why don't you promote me to captain? I thought you said you didn't want to be a captain. Uh, no, I didn't want to be in command. I never said anything about the rank. So you wouldn't want the responsibility nope, of... Nope, Just, well, this way, when it ends, we'll be equals. Equals? In rank, anyway. I'd still defer to you. It would be like a two-star general deferring to a three-star. Or four-star. Or four-star. I... I don't know, Dennis. I mean... Hey, is that the... Yes, it's another shockwave. Hold on to something. What is that? It's the outer planking... It's starting to shake loose. But if the plating goes... I, I know. We've lost four and a half thrusters, too. I don't think there's any way out of this. All right. Then I'm ready. For what? Oh. Right. Better like this than slowly trying to lick slime off of rocks. Promote me. What? Like we were talking. Just promote me. I don't... I'm not sure. Fuck, we're going to die out here. Let me die a captain. Yeah, I really should check with command. Check with command? Are you serious? I just... I'm not sure. What? What happened? We... I think we wrote it out. I don't believe it. We're alive? <laughs> we're alive! Why didn't you promote me? Dennis, we're alive! Yeah, yeah, but what was that about checking with command? We're going down with the ship and you talk about filling out the right forms? Just take it easy. Everything's going to be all right. You're not going to promote me? I wouldn't go that far. We're floating around in space, millions of miles away from, from, from everything. Take it easy. You wouldn't even honor one solitary crewman's last request. 
You slimy, stupid. No, 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 Sorry, Mrs. Rogers. It's not a robot, Mom. It's a space capsule floating off Jupiter. Yeah, only stupid Bucky won't promote me, even though we're about to die. Shut up. You shut up. Boys. All right. Now you two play nice. You want a snack? Cynthia and Jay? Yes, please. All right, go in and I'll have it ready. You could have promoted me, you know. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Just do it next time. Now? Nah, I got hockey camp then scouts tomorrow. Besides, Mom says we're spending too much time just sitting out in this boat arguing. You didn't tell her what we really do, did you? No, of course not. Good. What about the day after tomorrow? Okay, you want to go back to Jupiter? A vastest time for Blackbeard to sail the Spanish moon. Okay, I call Captain. Lifeboat starred Gene G. as Rogers and Ben Otter as Dennis. Marco Griffith portrayed Bucky and Scott Ducharme played Denny. Mom was played by Debbie Griffith. The script was written by Jeffrey Adams, who doubled as our engineer. Music by Hollis Higgins. Broadcast and production facilities provided by Station KXBR International Falls. This program is copyright 2004 by the Icebox Radio Theater, which is solely responsible for its content. To comment on this program, write to Icebox Radio, 908 3rd Street, International Falls, Minnesota 56649 or visit us on the web at www.icebox.storiesonmp3.com. This is Neil Smith speaking. And that was Lifeboat by Icebox Radio Theater, and I hope you enjoyed that oddball survival story, especially that little twist at the end there. Uh, next week, we'll be speaking with the artistic director behind Icebox Radio Theater. Uh, he's also the writer and actor, a piece you just heard, uh, Jeffrey Adams. Uh, he'll have a lot to say about the uh, their he'll have a lot to say about their live radio drama performances, the setting that inspires all these stories. So we'll lo- was, he'll have a lot to say about their he'll have a lot to say about their live radio drama performances, uh, the setting that inspires all their stories, as well as a lot about the nature of the art of radio drama in our less than completely audiophilic world. Uh, uh, also, something kind of fun I stumbled across this week is the uh, also I stumbled. Saw, also, I stumbled across something kind of fun this week. A bunch of public radio stations have teamed up for American Idol-style uh, search for talent for the next great radio show host. They're offering considerable cash prizes for the winners, and all you have to do is send in a two-minute introduction about yourself to be in the running. You can also vote on all the entries that have come in so far, and let me tell you, they come from all places on the planet. Um, a whole different range of talents and topics, so it's uh, pretty fun. You can go there and vote as well, and, uh, you know, I... I really enjoy seeing that a uh, network that is not always known for being, let's say, uh, innovative <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, having uh, original content. It's it's really fun to see. And uh, definitely check out publicradioquest.com. And while you get your web browser open, don't forget to check out the blog at www.radiodramarevival.com. You can read the audio theater news and reviews. Contact me, download the podcast. Also on the iTunes store if you search for Radio Drama Revival. Auto find the show. Uh, that does it. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, be sure to tune in next week for an interview with Jeffrey Adams. And until then, keep your mind and your ears open. Have a good week. <laughs>